If you've got your Bibles, let's go ahead and go to Matthew. Let's go to Matthew chapter 17. I'm going to start at verse 14, Tommy, sorry. Tommy tried to get ahead of me. That's what you get. I told him this morning, 17, but started 18. But I want to go back to 14, and then we'll take it through 21, if I didn't tell you that. How many of you have ever uh, been in a place in your life that whatever it was that you were facing seemed to be a mountain. I'm not, I'm not talking that you walked by the bed and you stumped the toe. I'm talking about that you've actually had something in your life that stood in front of you that was bigger than you. That if you wasn't just like what that song said, God, I'm nothing unless you come. God, if you don't show up, there's no way I'm going to get past this one. I can't be like Moses. I can't walk around it. I can't be like David and leap over it. God, I need you. And it's going to take you and you alone to move it. If you haven't had a complicated situation, if you haven't had a dramatic circumstance in your life this probably isn't for you this is for those that have faced things that are complex that's what this one's all about you you have fought stuff you're probably still fighting it you've been fighting it for years you've been fighting it for weeks you've been fighting it for months you can't seem to get around it you can't get over you've prayed oh you've called every brother in the house every sister in the house you've called on the elder you made him sick you called him so much. You run the board off. They go on vacation because you called them so much. And the pastor goes back in the hole and locks the door. Don't answer his phone. You run into some complex stuff in your life. You're facing something. You're who I want to talk to. Start at verse 14 and... When they had come to the multitude, a man came to him, kneeling down to him and saying, I want to give you some backdrop in what's taking place here. This is right after Jesus had gone to Mount Transfiguration, and Jesus has just stepped inside of what we consider God's glory, and he's taken up his three amigos. Y'all know through his three amigos, right? They, they go with him, and, and then Moses and Elijah comes down with, with God's glory, and, and they begin having conversation with Jesus. I mean, can you imagine the faith that was built up in threes? These three disciples that are, that are looking on. They, it built them up so quick and so, and so beyond anything that we've ever come to that they said, hey, let's build a tent. Let's build a tabernacle. Let's build a church right here right now see we won't even get that excited about it but they just have been exposed to something that hungered them that caused them to desire so much that they 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 just went beyond themselves they couldn't take it anymore we'll just build the church right we ain't got to go back down and talk to the other nine we just gonna hang out right here if the other nine would have been walking right they would have come up here with you jesus <laughs> So this is where we're at. 
God, have mercy on me this morning. Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic and suffers severely. For he often falls into the fire and often into the water. Well, that's a, that's a mixed up thing to have in your life, right? One minute you're hot, next minute you're cold. Some of you women can go ahead and vouch and say praise the Lord, but we'll just keep moving. So I brought him to your disciples. Look, check this out. He said, I, I brought him to your disciples. I've done what you've been preaching. I've done what you've been talking. I brought him to your people. I didn't take him to somebody else. I brought him to your people, the one that professed your faith, the ones that follow you, the ones that give up everything to walk with you. I brought him to them. But they could not carry. What do you do? What do you do? What do you do when you go to the board and the board prays with you and nothing happens? What, what, what do you do when you drive all the way to Iron Gate and you go and grab the elder and you make him weep and cry and fast with you for a week in the woods? And nothing happens. What, what do you do when you come to the pastor and the pastor lays his hands on you and you're in full belief, you just believe this, and nothing happens? Then Jesus answered and said, Oh, faithless and perverse generation. See, y'all, y'all get excited if I rebuke you like this. I mean, you, you want to, never mind. How, how long, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? How much longer do I have to tolerate? How many more days do I have to carry you? This is Jesus talking. You know, the one that loved you so much. That he died on the cross for you. This is, this is the one that's talking like this. I know y'all expected him probably to be talking like, oh, you, you faithless and perverse. And I think Jesus was irritated. See, baby, I told people many times, be glad I ain't God. Because I'd opened up earth and was swallowed up all of us, including me, and would have just been done. And Jesus rebuked the demon. And it came out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately. See, I'm <laughs> some of you probably would have been bold enough and you would have probably challenged Jesus like you challenged pastors <laughs> and you try to do it openly. <laughs> the disciples knew good and well <laughs> that they should have been able to cast that demon out. They had the passion for it. They had the compassion to do it. They was right. Everything lined up with them to go and lay hands 
and they wasn't able to do it. Don't get confused. Faith isn't passion. Faith isn't just right. Faith isn't your desire. They say, Jesus, what? See, I'd have done the same thing. I'd have been scared to ask him out in the open. Because he just, he just reprimanded us. <laughs> you ever done time in the military? And you already got your butt smoked once? And you open your mouth again in front of everybody? And you get smoked yet again? It's humiliating. They said, hey, Jesus, hey. Can I talk to you a minute? See, it's good to have an open door policy with your pastor sometimes, other times. Why couldn't, why couldn't we do that? We, we've been watching you. We've heard your teaching. We paid attention. Jesus, we've gotten A's in all of our classes. But we couldn't. So Jesus said to them, just hold your neighbor's hand or something. Do, do something, make yourself comfortable so you don't get upset this morning. Because of your unbelief. Now, now wait a minute, Pastor. Surely they believed that if they'd done what Jesus done, they would have gotten the same results Jesus would have gotten. If they didn't believe that, why did they do it? Okay. Y'all going to make this real hard to preach this morning. If you don't believe that you can get across the road before that truck hits you, are you going to try to cross the road? There's two or three people that said no. What's the rest of you going to do? Are you really going to try? We probably need to stop talking so we can go to the office. I need to, we need, I need to call some doctors because I, I can't go to help you where you need help. You're not going to do something that you don't truly believe that you're going to be able to accomplish. Fear will keep you from it. What is fear? Never mind. Can't go there. Let me, let me stay close. Because of your unbelief. For assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Are you, are you listening or are you just reading this thing? You, you have to pay attention here. We, we were standing at the front door, and 
It was told to me, Pastor, have you ever read a scripture and it just blew your mind? I said, yep, I'm preaching on it this morning. This is that mind-blowing thing. I come home yesterday and Debbie said, what are you into today? So Jesus said to them, because of your what? I'm going to just teach. Can I teach this morning? I'll just, I'd rather teach than spit on you. Because I don't want you leaving out of here with some seed dropping on some rocky ground. It take root. You get out in the sun. The sun comes up. Next thing you know, you scorched and you forgot it all. Because of your unbelief. So what are we talking about here? What is the context of the conversation? Their unbelief. For assuredly I'd say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, how big's the mustard seed? You think it's bigger than a mountain or smaller than a mountain? Okay, I'm just making sure you're at least awake. Give everybody a cookie at the end of service. You will say to this mountain, move from here to there. You will say... I've got to do this. LB, come here. JT, come here. Mustard seed. <laughs> Mountain. Now I got your attention. Let me move this over here because this is going to get good. This will get better. I'm going to let God just have his way right now. Because some of you need to understand this. Because a lot of what you are fighting isn't what you're supposed to be fighting. A lot of what you're having issues with really isn't the issue. Mustard seed. <laughs> now, come here, mustard seed. There you go. You hang on a minute. I'm a look. This wasn't part of my plan. I wrote some things I wanted to do. This wasn't part of it. But we we go in here. This is going to be good. Come here. He's in red, too. Demon. <laughs> now listen. Listen, Linda. He said, because of your unbelief, if you would have faith as a mustard seed, You could say to this mountain, be moved from here to there, there from here, and it'd it go. Right. And nothing would be impossible for you. Amen. If you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say this to the mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. And will it be impossible for who? Nothing will it be impossible for and nothing will be impossible 
However, God, you're so good to me. This kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. We're going to have to do this in an English manner. We're going to break this down so you understand exactly what we're talking about. Mustard seed. I love this, dude. Disciples. Pull Jesus to the side. Why couldn't we do what you just done? What did Jesus do? Get out. Was, was no dialogue. There was no communication. There was, he, bye, rebuke, done, gone, see you. No, I don't think there was one little hiccup of doubt that ever entered Jesus' mind when he looked at that child. Why can we do it? We done it just like you, Jesus. We done it just like you. And it didn't happen. And Jesus said, what? Come on, y'all stick with We're teaching. Because of your unbelief, for assuredly, I'd say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. What mountain? Come on. Be more specific. It's here in Scripture. Come on. Come on. This is, this is teaching. This mountain. What, what is this mountain? Epilepsy? What's, what's this mountain? Anybody else? Oh, trust me, I'm going to stretch you so far you're going to thank you, Mr. and Miss Armstrong, when you leave. <laughs> Sin, fear, what, what's this mountain? <laughs> what's the mountain? So Jesus said to them, because of your what is this mountain? We've not left that context. When the disciples approach Jesus, Jesus immediately goes to their unbelief. He does not leave the context of their unbelief the entire time. Now walk with me, okay? I know you've been taught differently. I want to I broaden your horizon because my mind got pff, the purple head. Because of your unbelief. And surely I'd say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, if you have faith of a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, what's this mountain? My, uh, make it personal. My unbelief. If you have, if I have faith of a mustard seed, I could say to this mountain, which is my mountain. Be moved from here 
Till there. Are you with me? Amen. Just please follow me. If you have faith of a mustard seed, you can tell this mountain. This mountain is unbelief. That's the context. I can tell my unbelief to be moved from here to there. Get out. You got to go. Then nothing. What's, what's the nothing in this context? Praying for that child, right? Casting out that demon, right? This is where it's been twisted over generations. However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. What does everybody take that scripture and put it on? Casting out the demons. Let's get into some teaching. However, this kind, what kind? Come on, class. Listen, we, we, we have stayed in the context of unbelief. We have not moved from that. He said, but however, this kind does not go out except by fasting and praying. Everybody threw it right back on the demonology. That's where they attach it. You can't cast out demons unless through prayer and fasting. That's not this context. This context is talking about your unbelief. How is it that your unbelief goes to faith? Faith comes by, come on, please be scholars this morning. Faith comes by hearing. By. So I'm going to cast out this unbelief. My mountain. Because that's your mountain. It's not what you face. It's what you believe to be facing. Oh, come on. Somebody should have just been set free right there and said, man, I got this thing smoked. Because you've been bumping your head the whole time, all week, all month, all year, and nothing's changing. And you can't figure out why. And you've been running to everybody in the church, and everybody's been praying, and nothing's happening. What did this guy do? This guy was so frustrated. His problem became so complex that he said, you know what? It's not going to be, it's going to take more than just me and Ken. Because Ken, I'm sorry, right now, this I got to go straight to God. <laughs> I'm going to get spanked on this one. Half of you go to somebody else to pray with you because you have more faith in them than you do in God. Yes, you do. You think that everything has to be done tangible. You think if person doesn't lay hands on you and agree with you. Can I give you, a, can I give you something that's really going to help you in your prayer life? And in your fight life? Jesus said it's better that I go. So that I may send one like me. Jesus said hey you want to do what I do? Check this out. I'm going to send one back just like me. 
and he will help you. <laughs> you ain't got it. You don't have to worry. Jesus, I know you got conversation with God right now, but can you come down here and cast out this demon, please? <laughs> hey, pastor. <laughs> come on. Come on, church. Listen. Oh, my God. This is, this is meant to set you free. All your life, you've been running to people to get relief in something they're not capable of handling. That's good. I'm telling you right now, if you went to some of your brothers and sisters and said, look, I got a demon in my house, and I've seen it. They go, thank you, crazy. And they go, go, well, just go see the pastor. Because they don't believe you. Ask them if they believe Jesus died on the cross. Well, yeah, I believe that. What? The Bible says that if you waver, oh, double-minded man. No. Okay, okay, okay. Who wants to be a guinea pig? I didn't call you a pig. I just said, who wants to be a guinea pig? Who wants to be a guinea pig? If you don't raise your hand, I'm going to pick you, and I don't want to hear nothing about it. Come on, Hannah. Let's go. You come up here with me. Daddy, get on her. She's sleeping. All right, I want you just to look out now. I want you to just close your eyes. You're on, you're on television. People can see you all over Facebook. That makes it worse. <laughs> close your eyes. Makes it better, see? Everything went away. Right? Didn't it go away? Just, well, you didn't close your eyes. You still got them on. Close your eyes. Close your eyes and hold your hand out like this. Just close your eyes and hold your hand out. It ain't no matter of trusting me or not. And I want you to close your hand. I want you to hold it, okay? This is what happens to us a lot of the times in our life, in our faith walk. Feel anything in your hand? Don't you laugh at her. Because see, it could have been you. You sure you don't feel anything? No, I feel my hand. There's something about it when you're in a room, you can open your eyes if it makes you just leave your hand close. When you're standing in a room, you're able to see everything else. I can see it all. Your eyes weren't designed to see yourself. You got to put a mirror in front of you to get an image. Because it's not really you. It's an image, right? Some people go, some people swimming in that right there. They're going, yeah. <laughs> Other people going. When you're standing in the room and I can see everybody else and I can see what's going on, I can't see me. It makes me believe if I am not careful, if I am not praying and fasting, prayer is a sign of humility. 
It's calling on God outside of your life, outside of your control. You're calling on a God to do something for you that you cannot do. It's a sign of humility. Fasting. Fasting is a constant denial of self. Through fasting and praying. This is how that goes out. What? Doubt. Amen. Why? Because you're in constant prayer and fasting. You're constantly in God's presence. How does faith come? It comes by hearing. Hearing what? The word of God. How do you get it? By staying in prayer. Yes. Come on, church. Come on. Yeah. I'm telling you, some of you are King Kongs. In Christendom, you're giants. But because you fight this mountain and you have been fighting it for generations and you've been fighting it with no, with no understanding, a lack of understanding, this is why you still stand and face the same mountain over and over and over again because you're fighting the wrong thing. Amen. Amen. He said it's by this. Stay in my face. Stay in my presence. Yes. Deny yourself. Don't let yourself get involved. So we said, a mustard seed of faith? That's all I need. And see, you thought it was, uh-oh. See, you thought it was the mustard seed of faith. You thought he broke it down. You thought he minimized. That's what you thought. This is what you thought. You thought he minimized the amount of faith that you had to carry because the mountain was so small you didn't need but that. Faith isn't proportioned. <laughs> if you ever walk your Christian life out thinking that your faith has to be as big as what you're facing, my friend, that is a lie from the pit of hell. God said that he give us each a measure of faith. All I need is this mustard seed of faith to get rid of this. And once I get rid of that, man, everything else is free game because nothing's impossible. We allow our doubt to interfere. Pastor, I believe why you think I'm laying hands on it? Because of something you've been taught. Oh, you go through the motions. You can ride the boat you sure you don't feel nothing open your hand up You have it. You just don't know it. It's there. Just didn't see it.
You can keep that mustard seed. You can keep it. You can give something. You can give her a hand. She listen. Are you following me, man? It's it's easy for me, Ken, to read back and see Jesus doing all this stuff and believing it can be done. That's easy because I see Him. But I can't see me doing it. Because I carry around insufficiencies. Jesus, I know you can do it, but I can't do that. Yes, you can. It might it might take you a cough drop to do it. Because that's I gotta have cough. I can't talk without it. Because my mouth just and it won't open. Y'all think I'm joking. I'm for real. I get cotton mouth. I cannot stand to stand in front of people talking. It drives me berserk. I get very nervous. That's why when I mess up, I tell you don't laugh at me because I'll run out. We carry our insufficiencies. Where do insufficiencies come from? Man, I didn't bring it. Anybody got a mirror? Come on, women. Dig in your pocketbook. Get me a mirror. I don't care if it's the size of a bathroom mirror. Just give me the mirror. Uh, here it is. See, leave it up to her. She didn't know that this was a setup. This is a setup. If you supplied it, you get to be used with it. What you see in this mirror is an image of you. It's not really you. Touch that. Touch, touch her. Touch her. Do you feel her? Now touch her. You feel, I said touch. <laughs> you in the doghouse, I ain't got nothing to do with it. <laughs> what you see in the mirror is an image so what you're seeing is what somebody else put in front of you. What is an image? An image is something that someone has painted of you. You can't paint your own portrait without looking at you. You're walking through Christendom. You're walking through this life based on an image that other people have painted of you. So you carry a satchel of insufficiencies. I bet you could fill a whole bag or something. I should have put that in you. I bet you'd have felt a whole pocketbook, wouldn't you? Because typically, your insufficiencies, according to you, outweigh the faith that God gives you. It's just an image. It's not really who you are. God created you.
but we rely. Come on, women. You get in front of your little mirrors. <clears throat> you get it. She didn't tell me it was like a 10-time magnifier, man. It like blew. Boof. You want to look? No. Ken said, no, I'll pass. You're so hung up on image. Oh, some of you men, too. I know you are. You probably stand in front of the mirror. <laughs> you base who you are off of what you see. Don't raise your hand. Don't respond. How many of you, every time you look in the mirror, you go, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made? Now, how many of you look in the mirror and go, is that a zit? I'm losing my hair. Thank God. I just wish it would go. You base what you can do in life off of the image of someone else. Ken's not me. I'm not Ken. If I try to do what Ken does, it would be a it would be a it would be a bad because I can't do that. But, if I got the faith of a mustard seed, then I can tell this mountain, come on, did I lose y'all? Are you thinking about like KFC or something? What's wrong this morning? I should have, this should have been screaming, spitting. Let me get juiced up for it. I made a mess. You can't see it anyway. I can do all things in Christ's strength. <laughs> Catch up. You can get it. Maybe it was to the wrong person. There'll be ketchup. Hmm. Ketchup there. Did you catch it? Hmm. Here, Michael. Ketchup. I'm throwing them. I'm throwing them. You don't believe me? Close your eyes. You feel it? Yep. I'm throwing them. <laughs> Kyle will love me later. Mustard seed of faith. Pastor, I can't get rid of my doubt. 
I doubted myself. I doubted everything about me, my image. I, I doubt it all. Can't get rid of doubt. The holier than vows that are sitting in here with their robes, they go, all you have to have is the mustard seed. Sometimes, my friend, you have to find... When you you don't get peace and quiet, you got to do it in front of everybody. Oh, you might not get it standing up either. While life is beating you around, you got barely enough energy to even go to work, JT. But you're determined. And you know that all I have to do. Y'all praying I don't find it. All I have to do. Is get a mustard seed of faith. Just, just a little. Just a little one. For sake of time. I'm stopping down here. <laughs> And I'm coming back up here. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sometimes you got to go where you know it's at. Come on. They'll chew on on that one for months and still won't get it. Sometimes you got to go where you know it's at. Where is it? Faith come by hearing. Hearing by the word. Staying in constant prayer and fasting. And then the next thing you know, man, I've got a mustard just a little bit. That's all I need. And i got a big mountain. A big mountain. This is all I need. And I get to look at you and say, you got to move over there. Because this is why you got to move over there. Because God's got something to do. God's got something to do. Listen, faith is not your ability to overcome. Faith opens up heaven and grants the resources to enter into your situation. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done preaching. I'm, I'm finished. I'm just, I'm done. I'm just done. We, we think somehow, some way that faith has to do with us. If you have to have faith, this means you're not capable of doing it on your own. Come on, I, come on, I, I can walk you this thread all the way through the Bible. The Bible says, matter of fact, let's just go straight to the heart of the matter. Let's go straight to Jesus. The Bible says that you're saved by grace through what? <laughs> not of what? <laughs> Your own works, 
Because it's what? It's a gift of God. If you can have enough faith in him. If you walk by the flesh. If you're redeemed by the spirit, you should be walking by the spirit. I should have more faith in God than I have in me anytime. God, I'm nothing without you, period. Less of me, more of you. If I'm useless with Unless you come. Man, that was a good song. I'm nothing unless you come. You told me earlier you believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross. You don't believe that he can intercede. Intercede. (laughs) Seed, mustard seed. You don't believe he can intercede? That's what he's doing. The Bible says that he's sitting on the right hand of the Father making intercession. (laughs) See, if you don't believe that, he ain't praying for you. That's okay. Leave him alone. I need him. (laughs) Some problems in life that's going to rise up to a point that you're going to have to Drive past your friend's compassion. And you're going to have to get beyond your pastor's care. And you're going to have to go straight to God himself. It's not a bad thing because the Bible says with God all things are possible. (laughs) Yeah. And if you're not careful, you're going to end up taking one of those mountains to the wrong person that can't help you. And they're going to use it to judge you. They're going to use it to manipulate you. They're going to use it to have ammunition against you, to keep you down, to beat you down, to not let you up so that they can look good and you can look bad so you can be unrighteous and they can be righteous and you can be unholy and they can be holy and you can be unsaved and they can be saved. You better be careful with what mountains you're taking to friends and family and elders and boards and pastors and prophets and evangelists there are times that you're going to be faced with something you got to go straight to God with some problems are more complex it's not just a matter of God they or pastor they offended me well don't sit on their side just sit on that side no because if I move them from this side to that side then this person is going to say what happened to them and then this person is going to talk to that person and then it gets more complex Sometimes you need to take it to God directly. Pass everybody. There's some things you'll never know about me because I don't want you to know because I know how evil you are. Bible said the heart's wicked, utterly wicked. That hurt a feeling or three. Faith isn't always as simple as just seeing it. (laughs) Sometimes we got to seek for it. Faith isn't always felt. Sometimes we have to feel for it. 
gospel with faith as a mustard seed could move that mountain. I wonder what we could do. You see, you got to be careful. <laughs> you got to be, all you need is a mustard seed of faith to jump that one. Don't throw a whole jar on it, man. You're going to cause some destruction. All you need, mustard seed of faith. How much can we get accomplished if we'll take the principle and apply just a mustard seed of faith to our doubt? You won't have to go to the teacher and find out why you couldn't do something and him tell you because of your unbelief. This is, this is, listen to me. This is why I'm telling you that some of the battles that you're applying your faith to isn't the battle that you need to be fighting. You, you're taking all of this and applying it to an issue. When in fact, if you took care of this issue, you only need to use like one billionth of that. <laughs> stewards. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Be good stewards. Come on. I, if God says be stewards of the gifts that he gives, faith is a gift. <laughs> Come on, church. Come on, be good stewards of your faith. Let, let's, let's get in the midst. See... <laughs> It's not as just easy as going home and going, okay, God, I, I, I believe, I believe, I have no doubt. I, that's not, faith isn't believing. Satan believes there's a God. It's not as easy as just doing that. He goes to tell the disciples how to do it. Tommy, take me back to that scripture and I'm closing because I'm sweating. However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Can you imagine what God will tell you in the secret place? I bet you he don't say you ugly. I bet you he doesn't say you're a failure. I bet you he doesn't say that you're a loser. I bet you the things that he will tell you, you wouldn't believe him. Because you're much more than what you think. You're not the image that somebody else painted of you. Your portrait is a direct reflection, direct image of God. <laughs> hey, let's go create, man, let's create them in our image. Word, right? 
Whose image are you going to believe? The one that others paint of you? Or the one that he designed you as? He's the architect, the master. Hear me. You got the right bumps in the right place. You do. You got the right curve in the right place, baby. Right? God created you in his image. He said, I am perfect. He broke your mold. He said, I can't make nobody else like you. Thank God. Look at the person next to him and say, thank God, I didn't have to get created like you. (laughs) So this is what I want you to do this week. Instead of fighting the fight that you're fighting, fight the fight you need to fight. It's probably not going to last as long. (laughs) Well, you're probably not going to get beat up as much. I don't know, some of you, you, you can't do it because you, you won't, look, you, you won't. You can't submit to a simple principle like honor. You're not going to submit to a principle called fasting and praying. Because you know where honor comes from? <laughs> 